Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Today's episode is sponsored by BetterHelp and Apostrophe. Hello, besties. Welcome back to Try Not to Care. If you're new here, hello. My name is Ashley. This podcast is basically a deep dive into my mind and free therapy for honestly you and me. But before we get into today's episode, I want to make sure that I announce that I will be posting a giveaway on my Instagram and TikTok for hitting 1 million downloads. There's a few things in the giveaway, but the bigger gift is a Lux Ion 4-in-1 Auto Wrap Styler. It's what I've been using to curl my hair like for the past month, and I've gotten so many compliments on it, so I just felt like it was only right to include it in the giveaway. I'll also be giving away a 40-ounce Stanley Cup and much more. So if you're interested in entering the giveaway, make sure to check out my Instagram and TikTok. They will be in the description of today's episode. With that being said, let's get into today's therapy session, shall we? Lately, I have been feeling very unmotivated and tired, and I've just been very in my head. I've also just not been sleeping very well at all. I get into bed at like 10 p.m., and I'm laying awake until 4 a.m., just tossing and turning with my thoughts, thinking about my past, my future, and just everything in between. I find myself stuck in this endless cycle of struggling to go to bed and then struggling to get out of bed in the morning. Like I'm literally in bed right now recording the podcast because I could not be bothered to sit at my desk. My biggest challenge right now really is getting myself out of bed and pushing myself to work. As you guys know, I do content creation in this podcast full time now. So I am my own boss and being your own boss is wonderful. I'm not going to complain about it. Like, fuck, I've worked at an elementary school. I've worked at Subway as a camp counselor. Like, this is the best job I've ever had. But being your own boss can be difficult because you really are your only motivator. There's no one to tell me what to do or to keep me in check. If I don't want to work, I don't have to work. But obviously, I need to work or else a bitch will go broke. And right now, I find myself having a lot of difficulty getting myself to work and to keep myself working. I sit down and do five minutes of work and I need a break and I start scrolling on TikTok 
And even sometimes I'll get up and like start cleaning and doing the dishes like, bitch, you do not need to clean. You need to sit the fuck down and do your work. But I do this because I quite literally need the break because my brain cannot handle to sit down and stay focused. There's days where it just becomes too much for me. And then I feel like shit about it because I'm an adult. I should be good at this. I shouldn't have this much difficulty doing my job, especially a job that I love. And then I get in my head about the fact that if I don't get my shit together and get my work done, I won't be successful and I'll let myself down and I'll let other people down. I mean, it's no secret that my podcast has been very successful in the past few months. I went from doing this as a hobby to it now being my full-time job. And the experience has changed completely. The amount of positive feedback and validation that I received between August and October was insane. It was something unimaginable to me. My podcast charted number one. I signed with an agency. Just huge amounts of success were brought to me because of this podcast. And I found that I personally have a very difficult time after succeeding at something because it's hard to keep that momentum going. When you have such a huge amount of success or you accomplish something so big and you get a lot of recognition for it, you almost get a high from it. And once the high wears off, you start coming down. And when you come down from it, it can almost feel like you're failing rather than just being or existing. I know for a fact that where I am right now is much better than where I was a year ago, but there's still a little voice in my head telling me where you are right now isn't as great as where you were in October. You're not seeing the same success and numbers that you were in October. And in no way am I saying that I'm not successful now or that I'm not grateful for my success or that I'm not grateful for this podcast. I just found that when I do really good, I feel as if I have to keep outdoing myself and overperforming. I feel as if I have to one-up myself every time and if I don't, then I'm failing. And because I have this mentality, I push myself to work super fucking hard until I burn myself out and I end up not being able to get myself out of bed or get myself to work because I've overworked myself. But then when I do get in these funks where I have a hard time getting myself out of bed or getting my work done, that voice in my head is telling me, well, this is why you're not as successful as you used to be. This is why you're a failure. And it becomes this vicious cycle of working so hard until I can't work at all. And I end up pushing myself into a corner where I am so unmotivated and so drained And I start beating myself up about the fact that I'm in this position. I get in my head telling myself that I'm not doing what I should be doing and I'm letting myself down and I'm letting other people down and I'm not doing enough and everyone around me is doing more than I am. And then I start comparing myself to others and I end up feeling even worse. And all of these thoughts that I'm having start to spiral into something bigger and disable me from being able to do all of the things that I want to do. And the reason I bring all of this up and why I'm venting so hard to you right now 
is because I know at least one of you have felt this way. I know a lot of you struggle with depression, anxiety, your mental health, and it's hard to get yourself up and be productive and be a boss-ass bitch when you can barely get yourself out of bed. It's hard to work hard and take care of things when you're struggling to take care of yourself. And let's be honest, it's not a matter of just thinking positive. When you're depressed, when you're going through something difficult, it's not easy to just push your feelings aside and say, okay, I'm okay, everything's fine, everything's great, let's go to work, let's just forget I was bawling my eyes out, throwing up two seconds ago, I'm a-okay now. With this episode, I don't want to invalidate your feelings or make you feel like shit for feeling the way that you feel. However you feel is valid and you should feel those feelings through. I always say if you're sad, cry. If you're angry, scream. If you feel like shit, that's okay. Don't force yourself to feel okay when you don't. With this episode, I just want to share what I do when I'm in a funk or a depressive episode or in my flop era and what I do and what helps me to pull me out of it. Because I know the more I sulk and feel bad for myself, the worse I feel. For me, I want to allow myself to be upset or allow myself to lay in bed unshowered with my hair a mess, my teeth unbrushed, and have mascara marks from crying all over my pillow. Because that's real life and that's the reality of it. But I also know that I can't do that forever and I am the only one who can decide when things get better. So with that being said, these are things that I do that get me out of my flop era that I hope can help you. I've also learned doing these every day or as often as you can, even if you aren't struggling, is so beneficial and they really do help my mental health and I'm way less likely to fall back into a funk when I do these things. So number one, avoid your phone first thing in the morning. I know that it could be hard to not automatically reach for your phone, especially when you have to shut your alarm off and then you have text messages and emails and then you get sucked into social media. But I promise you, allowing yourself to wake up on your own is going to set you up for success because when you go on your phone first thing when you wake up, you're allowing others and their energy to affect your day and affect your thinking. When you just get up and avoid your phone, you actually give yourself a chance to start your day solely on how you feel rather than allowing others to influence how you feel or what you do. I don't know about you, but I don't want to read a text message first thing when I wake up that's going to make me upset. I don't want to see a video I posted last night that I worked really hard on flop. I don't want to watch other stories of them being super productive when I know I'm struggling. I want to wake up and focus on one thing at a time and be present and not allow my phone to dictate my mood. The next thing that helps me, and you could actually do this to avoid going on your phone first thing when you wake up, is drag your ass out of bed and make the bed. 
I know that it's going to be gut-wrenching to do, especially when you've been hiding in bed for days, but just pull the band-aid off and get up and make the damn bed. I know this is so annoying to hear, but I genuinely do believe making your bed every morning will make it so you start your day on the right foot. It just sets you up to be productive because once you do one hard thing, you'll feel even just a little bit better and more inclined to do another hard thing. Also, you have a much smaller chance of getting back into bed if you make your bed all nice. Like, why ruin it? Why ruin the aesthetic? Don't ruin the aesthetic. Don't be an asshole. Take a pretty pic of your bed, your masterpiece, and get the fuck out of your room before you even think about getting back into bed. Also, what I've come to notice about myself is when I am feeling unmotivated or tired or I just don't feel good about myself, taking action will always make me feel better, even if it's just a little bit. And by taking action, I mean doing literally anything else than what I'm doing at the moment instead of laying in bed or sitting on my couch, just getting up and brushing my teeth or splashing cold water on my face will make me feel better than sitting and doing nothing. If I need to get work done, but I know I don't have the energy to actually do the work, I'll get up and prep myself for when I do have the energy to do it, like charging my laptop, making a list of what needs to get done, responding to one email. Doing literally one small thing will make me feel better. And although it's one small step, it's still a step in the right direction. I always, always, always tell myself that small goals still lead to big accomplishments. Going off of taking action and doing small things to feel good, I will actually trick myself into feeling productive and trick myself into not feeling like such a piece of shit. So I will find things that don't take that much time or energy to do and try to complete them. And once they're completed, I feel like I have been productive and that I've got a lot of things done when in reality, they're not that big of a deal to most people. So like doing my skincare or taking vitamins, or writing a list. They're all very easy things to accomplish in theory, but it still takes time and motivation to do these things. And once I get them done, it fuels me just a little bit to continue getting other things done. Like I'm more likely to do my laundry and plan for the podcast if I'm up and I did my skincare and made a list of things to do than I would be if I laid in bed on my phone all morning. Also, we might as well talk about lists since we're here, but I think a lot of people get caught up on to-do lists and get really overwhelmed. I know for me, when I have too many things to do, instead of doing them, I avoid them and don't do any of them because I get too stressed out and I don't know where to start. So instead of starting, I just don't do any of them. So I've mentioned this before, and I know it's helped a lot of you, but every day, make a list of three things you need to accomplish. Not that you want to, that you need to. So you might have other things that need to get done, but prioritize three things and save the other things for a different day. This way, you get your shit done, you stay on track, and you don't burn yourself out. 
And these three things don't have to be super complicated. It can literally be you need to take the trash out, you need to get gas for your car, and you need to go to the post office. Just three things that you know once they're accomplished, you'll feel relief. The next thing that helps me get out of my flop era, and honestly, it might be my favorite trick or tip I give to you, is taking an intentional shower. When you're feeling like shit and you have all this stagnant, built-up bad energy and you're upset with yourself and your life and how things are going, get your ass in the shower and it's not just like a normal shower. You're not just going to take a normal shower, rub-a-dub-dub in the tub, no. You are getting in the shower and essentially doing a brain dump of all of those bad negative thoughts. Say out loud everything that's bothering you and when you're saying it, scrub your body from like head to toe as you should be doing like wash your fucking body (laughs) some of you with I don't wash my legs what do you mean you don't wash your legs anyways scrub your body and as you're scrubbing wash away those thoughts so what I do is I close my eyes and I try not to fall because I have really bad balance close my eyes and while I say these thoughts out loud I visualize the water and soap running down my body as those thoughts and I imagine them washing off of me. It's kind of like when people sage themselves. It's just another way to cleanse yourself and your mind. And I like to follow that shower with self-affirmations typically in the mirror and I replace all of those nasty thoughts with better ones. I speak kindly to myself and I'll even set intentions for the day or for the week or for the month and try to get my head in a much better direction than it was before I took the shower. I basically use this routine as a way to reset my mind. Another important reset that is so annoying but so worth it and so helpful is cleaning your space. Just like I said before about making your bed, I know it's so annoying to hear that it will help you And I know it's very tedious and it's hard to do when you have low energy, but creating a clean space creates a clean mind. In my experience, it's really hard to stay productive and feel motivated when everywhere I look is a fucking mess. Like if I have shit scattered all over my desk, I don't want to work there. I'm sorry, I just don't. I don't want to sit down and look at it. I want to avoid it at all costs. Not only is it gross, it's also just distracting to have a bunch of clutter in front of you when you're trying to get work done or you're trying to organize your schedule and your life. It's very hard to organize anything when everything around you isn't organized. And again, just like I said about taking small steps, you don't have to deep clean your entire house or your entire room. Just taking it one day at a time and cleaning up one thing here and there makes such a big difference. Like, yeah, is my closet and my bedroom and my studio a pigsty? Yeah, absolutely. Do I have the energy to clean all three of those things right now? Fuck no. But I know if I tackle one of those areas, I will have the energy to tackle another one tomorrow or in a few days. Just taking small steps to make yourself feel even a little bit better. The next step or thing that I think is really important to getting out of a funk and not even just important, I think it's literally necessary, is assessing how you feel. Like, yeah, cleaning your space can help you, 
But if that's not what you need to feel better, it's not going to make you feel better. You need to be really honest with yourself and ask yourself, how am I feeling? What is bothering me? What can I do to alleviate this feeling? I know for me, if I'm feeling very lethargic or very low energy, it's usually a sign that I've been lacking movement. And I feel like that's obvious if you're lethargic that you're lacking movement. But I just noticed that me not moving and me not being active results in me being lazy and having a hard time getting up. So because I've noticed this pattern, I know now when I am stuck on the couch or laying in bed feeling guilty about it, it's a sign for me to get up and go work out or do Pilates at home or learn a TikTok dance or go for a walk. Just do something that involves me moving. If I'm feeling very frustrated or I'm feeling very emotional and nothing seems to be relieving this feeling, I have to ask myself, what have I been doing that would make me feel better? Have I been active in trying to resolve this? Have I talked about how I'm feeling? Have I journaled about how I'm feeling? Basically, what you need to do is ask yourself what is wrong and what can I do to fix it or at least make it feel better even just a little bit. Just like I said about taking action, it doesn't have to be something huge and it doesn't and it probably won't take the pain away, but taking action and doing more than you are right now will feel better than just sitting with your pain. At least for the time being, it will make it feel better. And I know it's really hard to take action and want to do better for yourself when you are in a bad mood or you're in a funk or if you're struggling with your mental health. It can be much easier to dwell on how bad you feel and it can be easy to dwell on everything that's gone wrong rather than trying to find a solution for it. In my opinion, I just don't think that things need to be black and white. I think that you can still be struggling or in pain while also trying to do better. You could be so fucking sad and still go get yourself a coffee and perk yourself up a little. But you could still also be sad while drinking that coffee. But at least you showed yourself that you tried to do something good for yourself. You don't have to be super happy or super sad and you don't have to be super well or super bad. I just felt like Dr. Seuss. I, didn't, I did not mean to rhyme. But what has helped me, and this is the last step or trick I'm going to give you, is just being grateful I feel like every trick I give you, you're probably rolling your eyes at because they sound so annoying and so obvious. But I found for me that if I just acknowledge three things at the end of the day that I'm grateful for or three things that happened that day that, that were really great, it helps me not fixate on the things that went wrong or the things that I feel bad about. It's okay to acknowledge that you had a bad day or things hurt you or that you're struggling, but don't lose sight of things that you do have or the things that are going right for you. I like to write down at least three things that I'm grateful for or three things that I'm happy about at the end of every night, right before I go to bed. I really do think that whatever you think about before you go to bed sets you up for success or sets you up for failure for the next day. I'm almost positive that the last 15 minutes before you go to bed is what you end up dreaming about or thinking about when you first wake up. Don't quote me on that though. I, I'm pretty sure, but 
if you go to bed thinking about how awful your day was or how awful your life is, you're going to think that right when you wake up. I know for me that if I woke up thinking that, it's going to be extremely hard to pull my ass out of bed and get on with my day. So just try it out. Make a list of at least three things. And those three things can be that you're grateful that you woke up and it was warm out and that you got to sleep in this morning. Doing this just puts it into perspective that although there are some shitty things going on in your life, there's also some really great things happening too. And in my opinion, nothing bad will ever come out of acknowledging things that make you feel good or good things that have happened to you. So those are some things that I do to help me get out of my flop era. Obviously, things are easier said than done, but I do hope that these help you. I think what I want you to take away from this episode, if anything, is to allow your thoughts to tell you what you want and what you're missing. Instead of getting frustrated with yourself and with your situation and allowing it to keep you feeling stuck and unmotivated, allow them to inspire you and to push you to do better. For example, if I don't like how I look, instead of beating myself up for it, I'm going to allow those negative thoughts to tell me that I need to either speak nicer to myself or take better care of myself, whether that's just washing my face or putting on a face mask or going and getting my nails done. If I feel guilty or unsatisfied with my work, that's going to tell me that I need to do something, even if it's a small something, to get the ball rolling and to see more progress, whether that's making a list or emailing someone or brainstorming ideas. Instead of sitting with these bad thoughts, do your best to redirect them into something better. It doesn't have to be a million times better. It just might be a step better than where you're at. It's also important to remind yourself that you're not lazy and you're not a failure. Just because others are doing something that you aren't or just because you were doing better financially or academically or whatever a few months ago doesn't mean that where you are right now is bad. Sometimes it just means that you need to rest and reassess and reset. You can't always be at 100 and working your ass off. There's always going to be highs and lows. Without the lows, there can't be any highs. And the more you push yourself to be at a spot that you're not meant to be at, the quicker you're going to burn yourself out. And in the long run, that's not beneficial to you or your work or your life or your success. And as cheesy as it sounds, if you do feel like you're at rock bottom, remind yourself there's nowhere to go but up. Be easy on yourself and give yourself some grace because you deserve it. I hope today's episode resonated with you or helped you in some way. I know for me, it helped me a lot. Like I said, just as much as some of you consider this podcast your therapy, it's also mine and it's good to just brain dump and get out how I'm feeling. If you like today's episode or you love trying to care, make sure to give it a five-star review on Spotify or Apple. Also, make sure to hit the bell and follow so you know every time an episode drops. Also, make sure to enter my giveaway. I will be announcing the giveaway winner on my Instagram and TikTok. I'm so excited to share this prize with one of you. My Instagram and TikTok and YouTube will all be linked in the description of this episode. As always, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I love you besties so much and I will talk to you 
next time. Bye, besties.